So, I'd like to talk tonight about a vision and a song. A vision is something that is given to us by God. A vision is something that we can see. Being vision is very important to us, isn't it? But God wants to reveal something to us that's beyond anything in this world, beyond anything in this room, beyond anything in this world in general. He wants to reveal something to us beyond that. And that's why we read God's word, because he gives us a vision. Something that we can see that's beyond and greater and outside of all of the things of this world. He wants to reveal something to us. And then on the positive, also an even more positive part is the song. There's a song in the Bible, many songs in the Bible, but songs are sung by people who are joyful, aren't they? And we're going to come on to that. But before we start, once more we can be reminded that the Bible is God's living and powerful word to us. God's living and powerful word. So I'd like to read firstly in Daniel, the prophet Daniel, chapter 7. Daniel chapter 7. That's page 1075 in this Bible. Page 1075, Daniel chapter 7, verse 9. Daniel 7, verse 9 reads, I beheld till thrones were set, and the Ancient of Days did sit. His raiment, or clothing, was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was flames of fire, and its wheels burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. And then just one other passage, perhaps unsurprisingly, is Revelation. Revelation, chapter 5, that's page 1492. Page 1492, Revelation chapter 5. Revelation 5, verse 1. And I saw on the right hand of him that sat upon the throne a book, written within and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to break its seals? And no one was able in the heaven or upon the earth, or underneath the earth, to open the book or to regard it. And I wept much, because no one had been found worthy to open the book nor to regard it. And one of the elders says to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion, which is of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has overcome, so as to open the book and its seven seals. And I saw in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, a lamb standing as slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, which are sent into all the earth. And it came and it took it out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. 
And when it took the book, the four living creatures and twenty-four elders fell before the Lamb, having each a harp and golden bowls full of incenses, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sing a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open its seals, because thou hast been slain, and hast redeemed to God by thy blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and made them to our God kings and priests, and they shall reign over the earth. I mentioned that the message tonight would be about a vision and a song. In this first passage we have the tremendous privilege of reading about what Daniel saw. Daniel was a young man in the days of the Babylonian Empire. He was maybe a teenager when Jerusalem was taken by foreign forces, the Babylonians. They totally destroyed Jerusalem and they took all the best of the bunch that they could find. Perhaps the youngest, the young people who they thought would be the most talented or had the most prospects. And they took the best of them captive away to Babylon where their capital was. It's in Iraq, modern day Iraq. And Daniel was one of those captives taken away to, to Babylon, the centre of the empire, the Babylonian empire. And there's so much detail in this passage, in, in the whole book of Daniel, about what happened at that time. But Daniel was a young man when he first goes to Babylon, and he's a man who trusts in God. He's a young man who trusts in God, and God does amazing things through him. How much God can use a young person, man or woman, a boy or girl, who truly trust in him and are obedient to him. If you read the whole book of Daniel, you'll see what happens to him. I haven't got time to go into the detail of that tonight, but Daniel gets a vision. He gets a vision. What A vision is something that is beyond and outside of anything that we see in the world around us. And what does he see in this passage? It says in verse 9, I beheld, in other words, I saw. Thrones were set, and the ancients of days did sit. You might wonder who the ancient of days is. It's the God himself. It's a title for God. It's one of his names. How beautiful and amazing that is. But it shows us that God is eternal. He is above time. It's been said that he looks down on time as though it's a, it's a line on a page. He's above time. We're not above time, are we? We live in time. But there was a time before time existed. It doesn't quite make sense. But he was the, it was the eternity before the world came into being. And there's an eternity after the world. Daniel, is the, uh, Daniel sees the Ancient of Days sitting on his throne. What a privilege. What an amazing vision that is. And we have the privilege of reading his words, the words that Daniel wrote himself. We have the privilege of seeing, by faith, the eyes, through Daniel's eyes, the Ancient of Days sitting on his throne. He is still on that throne the Lord Jesus Christ is on his throne. He's on the throne of glory. He's on that throne of majesty. And every true Christian knows that in their hearts. The Ancient of Days is on the throne. 
And one day he will be on the throne of the... He is on the throne, but one day every knee will bow to him. Every knee will bow and acknowledge that he truly is the rightful king. He is the one true eternal living God. He's the eternal God. He's always been there. But he's also the one living God. As I've said before, there are many dead gods. Dead gods can't save. Dead dead gods cannot answer prayer. There are many idols that are dead, that have never had life. But this is the living God. Jesus is referred to as the son of the living God when he comes into into the world. So the Ancient of Days is sitting on the throne and there's a description. His raiment white as snow, hair of his head like pure wool. What do those things remind you of? They remind you of holiness, purity. There's no stain of sin on, in, the, in any of this description, is there? How different that is from the world around us. We live in a world full of corruption and violence and sin and pollution, how many, how different that is from the world that we live in. So God is absolutely holy and cannot even look upon sin. And then there's a stream of fire. This is to give us an idea of God's majesty, God's judgment, God's majesty and greatness and power. And then it mentions the judgment was set at the end of verse 10. The judgment was set and the books were opened. God has a perfect record of everything that's been done on the earth. (coughs) He keeps perfect records. Not like the records that get changed here in in this world. Not like things that get corrupted. Governments get corrupted. Elections get corrupted. All kinds of things get corrupted, don't they? Perhaps people wonder what the real outcome is. God keeps perfect records that cannot be corrupted. But also notice that in verse 10, before him were thousand thousands ministered unto him and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. I think that gives us a sense of the idea of the vast number of humanity. And one day every single person that has ever lived on the earth, will stand before God. Isn't that an incredible thing, an incredible vision? Daniel writes about things that haven't yet happened. He writes about things that are still in the future. How wonderful God is, how amazing God is, that he knows the future. He's the eternal God, and he knows the future. But he keeps these records, and he keeps records of everything that's been ever done on the earth. And that's what's in the books. Very, very powerful, isn't it? Very humbling. There's a lot more in this passage, but I wanted to just focus on the majesty and greatness and holiness of God in this passage. And that's what the preacher wants you to have, that vision. Every true Christian already understands the holiness and majesty of God. Every true Christian understands it already. But anyone that's not already a, a Christian hasn't had their eyes opened, what should they do? They should ask God to open their eyes. If you haven't asked, already seen the glory of God and the glory and majesty of the Lord Jesus, ask God to open your eyes. 
There's a wonderful verse in the New Testament that says, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. I rang up a DIY store during the week to make an inquiry and I found myself listening to a basically a modern pop song which was based on those words. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. I wonder if they realise the power of those words. They're true words from the Bible. I just want to turn to Revelation. So the first passage we read was a, was a vision. Revelation chapter 5 is a song. A song is something normally that people sing if they're happy, don't they? I know there are sad songs. But a song is... This song, anyway, is a, a song of joy. So, again in Revelation 5, page 1492 that we read, again there's a throne. There's a lot of parallels between the Daniel passage and the Revelation passage. We get thrones mentioned in both. Him that sat upon a throne... That's God's majesty and power as the ruler of the universe. That's God's greatness of the, as the king of the, the ruler over the universe. And also the holiness of God. We also get a book, don't we? There's a book mentioned in Revelation 5. It's not the same as the books in Daniel, the books in Daniel are the ones of the records of everything that has ever been done. And those books that are mentioned in Daniel are also mentioned in Revelation 20, when we get the final great white throne judgments. A judgment so terrible, the gospel goes out so that you might never have to be before that great white throne judgment, because it's a judgment of everything that we've all done wrong. But, dear friends, in this passage we read tonight in Revelation 5, there is the good news, there is the answer to the need for us to appear before God's judgment. So, you get mentioned in the Revelation 5, verse 5, the lion, which is of the tribe of Judah. How wonderful that is. The lion is the king of beasts, isn't he? The lion is, the, is victorious. That's a reference... Of an unusual reference to the Lord Jesus. Because it, what does it say about him in verse 5 of this passage, Revelation 5 verse 5? He has overcome. What does he overcome? He has overcome sin. He has overcome death. He has broken the power of death. And that is the good news of the gospel, dear friends. That the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. David, the, the Lord Jesus Christ has hundreds of names and titles. And he has overcome. And then there's a lamb standing in verse 6. Again, Jesus is the lamb. He is the lamb of God. Who, as we read this afternoon in Matthew 27, went as the perfect spotless offering lamb to the cross on your behalf and mine. That's a reminder, dear friends, that our salvation, the reason we have the good news in the gospel, 
The only reason we can have the good news in the gospel is because the Lord Jesus Christ, as the perfect, spotless, holy Lamb of God, allowed himself to be taken, allowed himself to be crucified and nailed to the cross. And yet he's even referred to in the Daniel 7 passage because he says, Daniel speaks about the Son of Man. The Lord Jesus Christ often referred to himself as the Son of Man. He came down from the heights of heaven, dear friends. He came down, even though he was equal with the Ancient of Days, even though he's equal with God, he came down into this world. Into this world of sin, into this world of wickedness, into this world of rebellion and disobedience, this world of pollution, this world of suffering. And he came in our place. We were amongst the crowd that said away with him because our sins have made us enemies of God. And yet, dear friends, because he's come in as the lamb, he has overcome, he has broken the power of death for all those who trust in him. So we are redeemed by his precious shed blood. We are redeemed by the blood of the lamb. So I just want to get on to the song The four living creatures and the 24 elders fell before the Lamb. They worshipped him. He alone is to be worshipped. No one else, nothing else is to be worshipped. He alone is worthy of our worship. What do we worship in our lives? What has the, the place of God in our lives? Sometimes we Perhaps can we live a selfish life and we can effectively be ourselves on the throne of our life. Is God on the throne of our life? Is the Lord Jesus rightfully given his place of worship and adoration? What a challenge that is. But the Lord Jesus Christ died and went into death as the perfect spotless offering lamb. And I wanted to focus especially on verse 9. Revelation 5 verse 9, they sing a new song. When we become a Christian, as I've said before, God makes us new insides. He makes us a new creation. If anyone be in Christ, there is a new creation. We sung a hymn this morning, in Christ Jesus, new creation, we are graced in God's own Son. There is nothing new on this earth. People like to think that they get new things, don't they? It's something, all it is, is just something that's been recycled or made. It's nothing new, man has no new ideas. Man has no new ideas at all. They're just ideas that have been brought up from the past and rethought again. But God, dear friends, is able to make you new through trust, trusting and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So this song... Is a song that is sung by all those who are born again, all those who are made new inside by faith in Christ. Verse 9. The song says, You are worthy, thou art worthy to take the book and open its seals. It's a, a song of worship to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because it says, You have been slain and have redeemed to God by your blood. The Lord Jesus Christ shed his blood on on Calvary's cross in order that the redemption price of our sin might be paid. In order that we might be able to go into heaven because we've been washed clean 
by the precious shed blood of the Lord Jesus. We are redeemed by Jesus' precious shed blood. There's a verse in John's epistles that says, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from every sin. Have you trusted and put your faith and trust in the blood? Have you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you come to the foot of the cross and repented of your sins and put your trust in what Jesus has done at Calvary's cross? Jesus paid that ultimate price for our sins. Jesus has been redeemed to God by his blood out of every tribe, tongue, people and nation and made them to our God kings and priests. What a beautiful picture that is. We were once away from God, slaves of sin, without God, without hope in the world. No hope whatsoever. All that we had before us was judgment when God calls us to account for our sins. And yet we're made, when we put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and we're born again, we're made to our God kings and priests. And God's people shall reign over the earth. What a wonderful blessing that is. What a reason to sing a new song. And when someone becomes a Christian, they have a joy that is you cannot find anywhere else in the world. There are many people in this room which will, who will tell you that. It is a joy that's beyond what this world offers. And that's why it's called a new song. That's why Christians are very happy to sing Praises to the Lord Jesus. We were singing last week, weren't we? One of the hymns we sang was Crown Him with Many Crowns. What a beautiful song that is of the redeemed. And the crowns that the believers get for faithfulness in this life, whatever that may be, they put their crowns at the feet of the Lord Jesus. He alone is to be exalted. He alone is to be given that place of honour. Have you given him that place of honour in your heart? And in your life? Have you accepted that full and free salvation? Have you seen that vision? There are people today in many countries of the world where it's very, very difficult to be a Christian who are hearing, seeing visions of the Lord Jesus. Wonderful, miraculous things are happening. People are meeting Jesus in dreams and visions in many different ways because it's so tough to be a Christian. And yet the Lord Jesus is converting many in many, many parts of the world, countries such as Iran and many others. How wonderful that is. But we can receive a vision just by reading his word and believing his words. And as a result, once we're saved, we can sing a new song. And how are we saved? We need to repent of our sins. That means to say we're truly sorry to God for the sins that we've done. We need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to believe that he was on that cross for your sin and for mine. And we're to trust him for our salvation. Trust him for our salvation. Trust him that his work on Calvary's cross was enough, was sufficient to wash us clean from all our sins. How wonderful that is. How great it would be if everyone in this room could truly join in the new song. That new song goes on forever. Those, those uh, saints that will sing that new song will never grow tired of that song. And I think it goes on forever. 
and they will reign over the earth. There are many, many other things in Revelation. What a wonderful, amazing book it is. We've been reading it recently, recently with the young people. Many of those things that are in that book are about to happen. A very short time before these things happen for real. We don't know exactly when, but we know that the gospel is ever more urgent week by week as it goes out. May you have an assurance of salvation and be able to sing the new song for his name's sake. Amen.